I'm Amber. And I'm Brady. And welcome back to Poor Decisions. All right. So this week for our hot take, we're talking Rihanna and her billionaire boo. They've supposedly split up. According to the media and sources. <laughs> according to our credible Wait, sources. According to our credible sources, US Weekly and the Shade Room, apparently a close source to her has revealed that her and her billionaire boo, Hassan Jamil, have called it quits after three years of dating. Now, there's no official word from either Rihanna or Hassan, <laughs> but we haven't seen the couple together in a while. Though they've always been good about staying low-key, we've caught them together on a few occasions. The source didn't reveal why the pair reportedly broke up, but the news comes at an interesting time. Ri was spotted without Hassan and was even at an invite-only party with her former boo, Drake. Oh, and she was spotted without Hassan at ASAP's concert a few months back. Either way, we'll get back to y'all with some receipts. Yeah. So that was the shade room. That was the shade room. Okay, another credible source, <coughs> US Weekly, <laughs> um, says another insider revealed the differences between them, saying that Rihanna is fun and wild, while Hassan is serious. However, despite their potential differences, it has seemed like the couple were going strong with Rihanna introducing Hassan to her family in Santa Monica last <laughs> summer. Rihanna and Hassan are yet to comment on their rumored split, but we hope they're both doing well. Okay, team, so. Let's talk about how this hot take came into my mind. Well, I just want to say that my first thought was, this nigga about to get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's married off for sure. <laughs> he's definitely okay. about to get married That off. was cute, says the parents. That was nice. Like, okay, the, like the some parents? clout for the <laughs> Hassan family. But you got to get with this arranged marriage. Yeah. Is the first, first That was my first thought. Like, you know, because I mean, it's rare that you see, like, especially a billionaire, like Arab man whatever he does like marrying outside of like what's arranged by the family yeah and that's that's i completely agree like i think that all of us were the most inspired by riri leveling leveling us up like really using her black girl magic to like inspire the masses we were all rooting for them we were all (laughs) rooting for them and so this one was a hot take i told amber because it really caught me like i went down like a stream of consciousness right like rihanna is not only like queen riri but like she has really like done her part to elevate like the black girl community. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, so this all brings me back to, you know, an old sonnet from our queen Cardi B, yes. where she tells us about the levels of being tricked off on, right? <laughs> I, I, if I could recall it, we'll play the tape in a second, but. If I can recall what she says, the first level of tricking is like getting your nails done, getting your hair done. The third <laughs> level is some other shit. And basically the fifth level is getting a nigga that is like, oil in the Pakistans, okay? Getting an Arab that is really just like you are the queen of the world. And that's something that Rihanna did and I feel like is lacking from a lot of our black queens today. Like I'm lacking I the mean, inspiration. It's only so accessible, but it was very inspirational. No, 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 no. I mean there's only only so many oil billionaires out there that are tricking right. off. And if they are, it's Rihanna. Yeah. And it, and <laughs> and I think that is part of the reason why we love Queen Ree so much is because you didn't just settle like, yeah, like, okay, Chris was your man, right? Like you loved you loved him, right? 
But you didn't just stop there. You kept on going. And, like, the Shade Room talking about Drake and ASAP, like, I really think that is old news. Like, I'm curious to see what her next move is because, I mean, now you're going from Hassan to what? But let's let the Cardi tape play. Let's let the Cardi tape play. All right, y'all. So let me talk to y'all, right? Because a lot of you bitches talking about tricking and hoeing. But the question is, what level is your trick on? Because there's levels to this shit. Now, the first level, if your trick is paying for your nails and your hair done, giving you $200, $300 a week, that's first level tricking. Second level tricking is when a nigga's buying you a Chanel purse, he bought your surgery in the Colombias and the Dominican Republic, he paid for your $2,000, $3,000 rent in your condo, that's second level. Now the third level is when a nigga's buying you Rolex, he bought you a little Mercedes, bitch, he bought you a little diamond chain, that's the third level. Fourth level is when a nigga bought you a business. Now bitch, nigga that done bought you a salon or a spa, you on the fourth level. Now the fifth level is when you marry an A-Rap. Bitch, you that done marry a nigga that own a gas station. Congratulations, bitch. You own oils in the Pakistan's, bitch. That is levels to this shit. And this all brings us <laughs> to the simple fact that if you are not a mere pauper, if you are not going to work every day, be with someone that can at least get you a Rolex and pay your little Mercedes and your condo bill. No, be bill. with somebody who and someone is who's oil in the Pakistan. Level four and five, okay? Yeah, I'm that's sure level four and five. Tom probably had a little equity in that business. He said a little infinity. Okay, so he, and probably, LVMH. he probably put on for her business, and he had that oil money. Either way, the point is, Rihanna, we thank you yes. for giving black girls across the nation some inspiration for feeling like. You know, we can do better and we, we can, can do, do better. and we can do different. We can go above <laughs> and beyond we expectation can, expectations. We can leap across ponds and networks. But truly sad to see them not together. So hopefully this is fake news. Hopefully it's but we'll fake stay news. tuned for the receipts. Either way, Rihanna, <laughs> we thank you. And we just appreciate you for doing what you did for the community. All right. So for our next segment, this episode for It's Not You, It's Us. This is a good one. This is a good one. Um, so, so relevant. So relevant. So last episode, we did our 2020 vision boards, and we were talking about all the goals that we have set for ourselves. But what we didn't get to. In 2020, but what we did not have a chance to get to was 10 types of people to avoid in 2020. Yeah. Um, so this was something Brady and I were chatting, and I was like, you know what? I was having some personal experiences, and I'm like, we need to do a segment on 10 types of friends and people. There are probably more than 10. It's Yeah, it's probably more than 10, but these are the 10 that we came up with. Number one on our list, informants. Okay? In. Informants. Yeah. How do you befriend an informant? What do we mean by that? So an informant is someone who everybody knows about girl code, secrets. Your secret is safe with me. Like if I share something with Brady, that should not, you know, and it doesn't. be repeated outside of our friend group. Also, you just shouldn't be quick to go and like run and tell information that you may know or may have heard. Because yeah. a lot of times people love to be informants. On fake news, false information. Yeah. And it's and, just really childish, I feel. And honestly, if I haven't known you for a very long time and I hear you telling me somebody else's business that I feel like you're like moderately friends with, you're an informant because you ain't 
real. You ain't got no right, no loyalty. Basically, and I think another thing goes for even if you aren't friends with somebody anymore, if you were once somebody's friend or was close to somebody, let's talk about that. If y'all got best friend pics on Instagram, if y'all best friend pics, you also should not be an informant about somebody that you were previously close with. Yeah, absolutely not. That's just wrong. Yeah, like at one point that was somebody that you were close with, you loved. No need to run and tell that that. Any of that. Run and tell that. <laughs> so okay. Number one. Number two. Impressionable people and followers, mm. which I feel like is so relevant in 2020. Wow. Where do we Where get do started? we begin with that? Okay. You know, like one thing, like I, I, okay, so I'm an artist, right? And I honestly feel like all artistry is inspired by something. And I really, really believe that in my heart. So I don't feel like where we are in 2020, anything is super original. You draw inspiration from a lot of different areas. However, there is a very stark contrast to those folks who are so impressionable where they say, because this person did something, I'm going to do that. Yeah, you have to have your own opinion at the end of the day. Like, it's one thing about being inspired. Oh, this person did that. I'm going to do it my own way. Or maybe you are going to do it that way. But also decipher, you know, it shouldn't be... Just because a person did it, you're doing it now. Like, if you're genuinely inspired, wonderful. But a lot of y'all are running in the footsteps of another person. Of another person. (laughs) And if I, honestly, like, it's a repetitive thing. Like, if I see you with the same thing that somebody's had over their past, like, 20 posts, and you, like, have to (laughs) buy every single thing that they have, like, get your own mind. Like, it's un comfortable yeah and i mean it goes for not only just like style like i feel like that's one aspect but like lifestyle lifestyle as well like your own goals your own hobbies your own dreams your own aspirations yeah like a lot of y'all are being you don't need a salon just because so-and-so has a salon you don't need to do lashes because so-and-so does lashes. you don't need to sell waist trainers you don't gotta go to the do whatever because so-and-so does it right be yourself right be influenced be inspired influence the influencers okay (laughs) literally we won't talk about make sure that you are inspiring as well Absolutely. Okay, so this brings us to our third person that you want to avoid in 2020. <laughs> Haters! Haters. I honestly, we were like debating even putting this on the list. because it's, it's so like, relevant though. Who cares about a hater in 2020 at the same time? I care sometimes. I mean, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Period. But... The haters, yeah. You just, that's the obvious. Gotta watch out for them. And I think the haters are really hard to, like, figure out immediately. Like, honestly, you gotta, like, peep their negative energy, like, in, Mm -hmm. like, a really weird scenario. And you'd be like, damn, that shit seems like haterade. And then, like, you can catch on to it. I pray that everybody in 2020 is, like, deflects all of the haterade in their life. Because, honestly, that is really bad energy that no one needs. And you know what? We're all just trying to do something, better ourselves. At least I know the people that I, like, bring myself around. So I don't have... I personally don't have time for haters. And honestly, if you are popping, if you have your own stuff going on, somebody else's success should not, like, dim your light by any means. Like, you shouldn't have time to, like, hate on another person. Like, if anything, you should But discerning hate is really a skill. Because hate can come across in, like, a caring way. But, like, as you get into it, you're like, I think this nigga's hating Mm -hmm. on me. I call myself most hated. (laughs) 
(laughs) And my friends have made a joke out of it. And also, like, the hate just comes for no reason. Yeah. I feel like no apparent reason. But I feel like if you know who you are and you know who you are in relation to shit yourself, then it really doesn't matter. Yeah. So... Anyway, haters are a big, big, big one. That maybe should have been a number big, one. Yeah, that should be number one type of person to avoid. This year, we ain't got time. Yeah. I also kind of say sometimes, like, I just hope that I use the word hater sometimes because I like, oh my God, that person's hating on me. But in reality, like, any negative energy, like, you can feel hater vibes. No, you can definitely can. And I always say, like, you never think something for no reason. Like, intuition yeah. is everything. Like, Absolutely. if you have a thought, there is probably a good chance that you're right about what you're thinking. Absolutely. Okay. That brings us to our point number one, two, three, four. Opportunists! Welcome to Atlanta, where the play is playing. <laughs> Opportunists. Living in Atlanta, hmm. Yeah, y'all be jumping. Jumping, clout chasing. It makes us feel uncomfortable. It's a reach. A reach. Yeah. Forced. Forced. Forcing it. Honestly, I don't really feel like we need to keep on going on. I don't even know what to say, but be weary of opportunists. If you have something going for yourself, make sure that, you know, you not only have no haters around you, but no opportunities. People who are going to elevate you. There's a way to network and, like, elevate yourself with being sincere about it. Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you should always make genuine relationships and network. I mean, there's nothing wrong with seeing an opportunity to get to know someone Absolutely. if that is going to elevate you. But it be about genuine you know. about that. Like, you have to be weary about people who are always hopping to, like, the friend next group to hot Friend thing. group the right. next hot thing. Like, we're friends for this period. Like, I don't know. That just never vibe with me. Yeah. Maybe because we're real ass bitches. Anyway, moving on to our point number five. Five. Complacence. Complacence. We didn't really have a good, like, noun for this, so we just call it complacence. The basics. Yeah, the basics. In 2020, one thing that we cannot do is just be okay with what we have. And I think that that is, like, you know, actually... Let me skirt skirt. Because if you are fine with what you have, if you're fine with status quo, that's okay. Know yourself. But I'm about like being with people who elevate. And I think you have to know yourself. So like, I think, you know, it's one thing. A lot of people become comfortable. They're like happy with what they're doing. You know, maybe they're in a season where they have different things going on and like, it's okay to be complacent at times, but I think that if you but not are a complacent mindset on a journey of right. your own, then you have to be, you know, conscious of who you're surrounding yourself with. So Absolutely. this is definitely a, like know yourself and know your circle. But it doesn't even have to be like career. It can be like mindset. Like I know people who are just like on like a positivity journey and that means something to me too. You know what I mean? Like everybody's like not, it may not be like, what is my next like career move or what is my next networking opportunity it's like how can i better myself from like an internal perspective and if you're just okay with like what you're doing today that never like that's not okay with me like i need people who are always evolving learning and able to pour into me just like i want to pour into people too yeah i definitely agree and like that's why I'm always like, wow, my friends, like even you, Brady, like I got to surround myself with people who push me literally because, you know, sometimes I could fall into my little basic ways. You, you just know. want to Netflix and chill sometimes. Sometimes, you, you know, a bitch be tired, but um, you got <laughs> to, if you got 
to evolve today. I'm trying to be the same bitch today as yesterday. Get dressed, bitch. The drug deal is out. Literally. But how can, you know, we continue to evolve? Elevate. And push our friends and push the people that we love to be where we know they want to be. Yes. Okay. So moving on, because y'all, we said that we had 10 people I know. to avoid. So the next people to avoid is... This is a controversial one. This doesn't really necessarily avoid. I feel like I've been using this word a lot. Be weary. Be cautious. Like, boundaries. Going out, friends. Going out, friends. So we actually heard this term from a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. And she talked about her going out, friends. And yeah. And we were like, skirt, skirt. What's that? Yeah. What's a, um, what's a, what is a going out, friend? A going out, friend, is someone that is not your friend at any other time. Yeah, I guess a going out friend is like an acquaintance that you just like party with, go out with. I mean, maybe you take trips with them. I don't know like what the level, maybe it's right. levels. Maybe it's levels to going out and friends. So what my response was, and this is probably, this is really a blessing that I could really say this now that I'm looking back. Like, I don't think I really have any going out friends because all of my friends that are my actual friends, I also go out with and I could go out with. Mm-hmm. Except maybe one. One of them is more mild than everyone else but in general like if I wanted to go out with them like I go out with them and mainly because I can't be caught up in any situation I can't be caught <laughs> where you're not up with your real friends where I'm not with my real in friends in these streets <laughs> if it's a go I don't know what like a going out friend qualifies as a yeah one eighth of like an eighth of a friend or what i don't know if they're about to fight for you if somebody right are you about to are you about to who we about to fight are you gonna be down i i because i can't fight and my friends know that so right well i will say i mean again it is controversial it's important to network and maybe you do have like you know your friends that you are like more social with than anything else but just don't let that put you off track of your own path and you know, your own goals and, like, what you need to be focused on. Honestly, and going out, friends, can be very, like, they could definitely steer you in the wrong direction because you never know what those hoes could, like, get you involved with. Yeah. I think it just comes down to priorities. (laughs) And just make sure that everything's aligned. And additionally, just be a good human in general and friend to someone. Yeah. So I don't personally don't really understand the concept, but apparently it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. The next one, it's so funny. I guess this would be the opposite of the going out friends, would be the flakes and flakes. the flaky friends. Corn flakes. So sometimes you got your real friend who you try to go out with and they just stay flaky, stay telling you, yeah, I'm going to go. And Listen, then we plan all before. day to go out. Okay, we're going out at 11 o'clock and then at 7 p.m. I text you what you wearing and you're like, girl, I'm not feeling good. Skew? <laughs> Skew? Skew? And I mean, it's not only when it comes to going out, but you just need your dependable friends that you can call on. Like, yeah. shit, your I'm car breakdown. I'm going or... to my aunt's birthday and I know it's not about to be fun, but there's about to be liquor there. Are you going to come with me or no? <laughs> right. Or, I mean, you just want dependable people around you. So I think that's another obvious one. You know, look out for the fake flakes 2020. Yeah. If we say we're going to do something all week and then it comes Friday night and bitch, you're making excuses. 
Right. And make sure you're not that flake, you know? I mean, Absolutely. I personally, I just value people that can keep it 100. Like, Keep your word. I know I'm not about to go. Like, just be straight up. Like, sometimes it's <laughs> not going to hurt my feelings. Like, it doesn't go with my let brand. Let me know what's good. Yeah, straight no chaser. It doesn't like, go with my brand. Keep it 100. <laughs> and, like, if I say I'm going to do something, like, I'm going to do it. Like, that is just my brand, yeah. who I am. It was funny because my boyfriend recently said that to me. He was like, oh, like, so-and-so always flakes on you. Like, why can't you flake on them? And I was like, that's just literally not my brand. It's not who I am. Sorry. It's not who it I am. It doesn't sit well with me. And honestly, I agree. And I think that's one of the reasons why me and Amber are such down-ass bitches for each other. Because if we say we're going to go somewhere, even if it's some whack shit, like, we're going to go because we said we was going to do it. Right. So. Keeping your word we is pray, important. We pray the flakes out of your life in 2020. All right. Seriously. Another great transition. <laughs> liar, liar. Liar, liar. Pants on fire. We also debated putting this on the list because we're like, damn, people still be lying. But people be <laughs> Listen, lying out I'm here. I'm old at this point. I ain't got shit to lie about. Okay. You ain't got to lie to kick it with me. You ain't got to lie to kick it? <laughs> But yeah, like, okay, you know those people who, like, are just a mystery? Like, I feel like liar goes, like, deeper. Like, you know, nobody is really, like, a bold-faced liar. Like, No, always... there are people that are okay, bold-faced I, well, liars, let's start with, which is like, the person to avoid. The mysterious, like, shit don't add up. You know, like, even when it comes to... I so know you mean to tell me you were born in this year and then in this year? <laughs> right. Or, like, and I know people are, like, private, you know, especially when you're initially getting to know someone, but, like... Even when I it know, comes to, like, family history and, like, you're like, so what's, like, where are you the from? The lineage? Like, I don't know. It doesn't add up. The lies run deep sometimes. Yeah. So just be wary of the liar. When shit does not add up and you're just trying to figure out what's good. And then another thing that really, you know, gets under my skin and I've had in some experiences when it's really unnecessary to be lied to because if anything, I understand yeah, yeah, yeah. where you're coming from. Like, that really kills me. You like, don't why have lie to, to lie to me? kick it. Don't, you don't have yeah. to lie to me. If anything, I have been very transparent about my bullshit. Yeah, if I've, especially when you've been transparent about a situation and then you hear maybe even through the grapevine, oh, so-and-so is going through that situation. And you're like, damn, they for told real? me otherwise. <laughs> you know, it's just I don't like, even know how to lie for you, bitch. Right. <laughs> So avoid those liars. Yeah, they're just bad energy in your life. And also, I feel like that is really like a character flaw. Being a liar is really like, I think that's really a character problem. And I just can't be mm -hmm. around you. I'm, I'm okay with people who fuck up. But one thing I can't be around is somebody who's about to lie to me in my face and make it look like it's real. So, moving right along. Moving right along. Mixy people. <laughs> Honestly, if you got too many friends... I can't trust you. I can't trust you. And I... This is coming from a super girls, girls, plural. People who have lots of acquaintances, lots of... Like, you see us on social media. We go on trips with at least nine, ten girls. We have a lot of girls that like us because we're girls, girls. However... Mixie is not one thing that you'll ever call us. If you have too many friends from too many different circles, yeah. that is concerning because you know people talk about other people. And yeah. Mm. In the same token, what I was gonna say is like, because I can be a bit mixy in that, but Me that has not. also like been, I wouldn't say to my detriment, because I'm not tripping, but it has got, you know, certain friends like, you know, I've tried to like mix certain friend groups before mm -hmm. and like they haven't clicked mm -hmm. and you know, there's been like fallouts over it. So I do think in the same token, like 
people do have different circles of friends for different things. And like, we do need to be understanding of that. When you're mixy, I think you just have to avoid the gossipy person who like, if somebody will come around and like talk shit about their one friend group, then you have to just know that they're talking also shit about talking you. Also talking shit about your friend to, group. Yeah, to their other friend group. So I think- So be weary. Be and weary. I don't know if we really want to do that in 2020. And that's one of, going back to mixy, opportunist. Yeah. And- impressionable and informants all those people that's really the same thing being mixy Mm -hmm. like honestly if you have too many friends we can't we can't sit with you we can't sit with you you can't can't wear pink you can't on wednesday (laughs) and the last the 10th type of person to avoid in 2020 would be a guy's girl. girl and so what we mean by that is the you know my that's my place sis that's my sister that girl who has like a whole friend group of, of guys. guys honestly would you trust sis to sleep in the bed with your nigga <laughs> is the one question that you have right, to answer that's sis until a late night you know who knows what's going on who okay? knows what's going on if y'all are in this if y'all got caught in snowpocalypse 2020 and y'all were in that they only had one bedroom to share and they were sharing a sofa bed <laughs> Would you be comfortable right. that nobody would touch right. nobody? And I will say, like, I do think, like, there can be guy and girl best friends. Oh, absolutely. Instances. I have one. Right. I have one. I mean, I th- I my it. boyfriend has one. Yeah. Like, his, one of his best friends is a girl. But it's just, like, when a girl, I think it's more important, like, it's hard to be friend someone who, like, hasn't ever had, like, other girlfriends before. Because I just genuinely think they don't really know how to be a friend. And right. guys operate, like, totally different. Right. And so I think it's just more of their capability to be a friend and just the trustworthiness. Yeah, and honestly, like, I don't know about all girls, but, like, if you're my friend, you're my friend. And that means I'm you're loyal to me. And if you could keep my man's secret... Away from me, I don't know. Mm-mm. 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 So, anyway, maybe it's for you, but it's not for yeah, us. It's not, it's not for us. So, I mean, it's not you. It's us. It's These are our you. personal opinions. These type of people, but we just thought that we'd share and and <laughs> hoping to help you navigate the rest of your twenty twenty. So, ten types of people to avoid. Hope you guys find some value in it. Good anyway, luck. Good luck. <laughs> So that brings us to, we got a lot of questions after the first episode, basically wanting to know more about like our Our friendship friendship story. So sweet. And like how we came to know each other more than just like we met in college or whatever we said last episode. I'm from Amber. I'm Amber. I'm Brady. (laughs) Right. So Brady and I went to college together, went to Spelman College, shout out. And freshman year, we actually, like, met each other in passing, like, during NSO. Like, mm-hmm. I saw her and our I other friend. I actually don't remember this, but well, Amber's recollection remember, is so funny. I always funny. tell her this, and I'm like, because Brady has, like, this tattoo on her wrist. <laughs> and at the time, she had, like, hella piercings. Like, uh. she had, like, a piercing in her finger, like, her nose. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm you know, team basic. So I have like no piercings, no tattoos. Amber's like, team, I know, don't put is, a bumper sticker know, on a Bentley. Like very like, you know, you're like, what? Listening. But for me, I was like, wow, like she's so cool. Like she's radical. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's a wildflower. She's a wild card. Look at her. So <laughs> I was just like, remember seeing this cool girl, like sitting on the steps outside of Jasmine's. 
And I don't know what she was doing. Like, y'all, we don't know where she was going. But anyway, so. <laughs> Likewise, sis. Um, and also, I forgot about this. Brady came to my birthday party freshman year. I threw, like, this ratchet party. My friends from Chicago, like, had this random house in Atlanta. And, like, hella people actually ended up coming That's from funny. school. We have a very close birthday. And so, it was actually on her birthday. Like, my birthday Mine was the Mine fell on the weekend. And hers was the 24th. So, my birthday party was on her birthday. And we literally actually, left, like, my birthday crazy, dinner and went to her shit. The crazy thing about this story is if the tables were turned, Brady would have been such a bitch. But she was like, it's, oh. actually, she was like, it's actually my birthday. Well, why would I do that? I know. When everybody was about to sing me happy birthday. So, I let her, like, stand I on the bar like, with you. me. She's like, it's my birthday, Aries, too. Aries <laughs> so, like... That was like our first, our second interaction, I guess. And then sophomore year, we started pledging. And so we both made line. And like, this is where the connection really started. Yeah. But honestly, it didn't start online. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) honestly, we didn't have time to talk. So like the bonding between Amber and I was not like super real. But the last night. Yep. Of, like, being online. Yeah. I basically, like... She broke free from her Yeah, where I was supposed to be staying, and I, like, went to where Brady was staying. Brady had already broken free, so she was in some, (laughs) like, unofficial shit with, like, a few of our other line sisters. Yeah, I was a rebel um, with the cops. And basically, I, like, spent the night over there, and we were, like, spent the whole night, like, talking, and then we had actually already, like, officially became Deltos, but we hadn't probated yet. So, like, the next day, we, like, drove down Peachtree. Do you remember that? Yeah, we were, like, screaming, like, we were like ooping like out the window and like out the sunroof and like with our mids like, like how just so happy so happy. happy we were just so happy to be Delta so happy that we made it like when the sun came up we were just like let's go on a drive let's go on a drive and like let's be out drive. but the wildest part was like Amber like she saw me but like I really did not fuck with Amber when I first like saw her and not because I didn't love Amber or because I even knew Amber at all but because of the company that she kept at the time <laughs> And so, like, the girls that she was hanging out, you like, I just, like, I'm a vibey person. Like, I always have been. Like, I just got, like, negative energy. Like, negative. Lying. Yeah. Informant. She didn't, she didn't get the Impressionable. Good vibes from Hater. Complacent. So, going out for an energy. She formed that opinion about me. Yeah. And so, I formed that opinion about her, which wasn't very nice. But, you know, just energy, energy, energy. And so, like, I didn't like Amber as a person because I was like, I only know you from the company that you kept. However... Literally, when she broke free that night, we were like, oh, yeah. we are friends. We're friends. And then it was so funny. After we actually did our probate, like, we came out for Delta, like, everyone was exhausted. Like, we've been yeah, pledging skinny, for a week. And, like, I, hungry, who was it? I think tired. it was actually, like, my, like, the, the league guys. Like, it was some of my friends, yeah. I want to say. And, like, were hitting me up, like, you know, so happy that, like, we were finally free. And, like, I'm like, who's trying to go out tonight? And, like, nobody was trying to go literally, out. Literally, I feel like, Brady. no, no, I feel like Amber and I were literally walking out of and a we, building like, looked at each other. with, like, mad shit in our hands. And we were like, so this ain't it, right? Like, me and Amber are like, literally, like, are people going home? And me and Amber are like, Nah, we about to go out. Right, we about to go. And I think even, like, we went to go, like, I think I went to go eat with my family. Like, you went to go eat. And then and we're we, like, like, no, we're going afterwards, out Afterwards, like, yeah, like, link up after. And, like, we got dressed and we went out, like, literally ba- dark Bags circles under, under our, under our eyes. Skinny. Like, trying to put on a lip gloss and, what like, a go lip out. <laughs> and trying to be cute. But we were cute. Yeah. Niggas were so pressed. 
so that's how we became friends. And then, I mean, from there, we just really bonded. We studied abroad in Ghana together. I think the moral of the story of our friendship story is we are have always been those down ass bitches that are like, oh, like. I feel like whenever I think about our friendship, I'll always like look back at the time that after our fucking probate, we looked at each other and we're like, you trying to go out? Like you trying to like do yeah. some shit? And that literally is like the 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 theme song to our friendship. Like, oh, like you trying to experience life. Right. You like, trying to do so some shit. Like so many moments like Brady, like just got this text, like you trying to you go. Trying like, to- and we like look at each other like... Why not? Why not? Let's Why not? Go. Yeah. Right. And so that's our friendship story from Ghana to Spelman to Trinidad. Yeah, to so many a different travels together. So many places to and Atlanta. Because streets. our birthdays are so close, like we've had like several parties and stuff together, you know, since 2020. Twin. Yeah. So that's how we have became friends. But yeah. I mean, if you guys have any other questions, you know, message us, comment, message us. <laughs> let us know. Let us know. And so that brings us to our. Poor decisions. Poor decisions. <laughs> so tonight, we're not really sure what the poor decision should be because I feel like what we talked about. Yeah, we were like, should we be like decisions. a friendship poor decision? Should we talk about like levels to chicken poor decision? Man, uh, <laughs> we've had both. <laughs> There's been quite a few of those. Yeah, we've you know bags have been dropped on our end too. Riri. Fumbled, fumbled, dropped. But I will say, I think I'm going to go with the, you know, 10 types of people to avoid. I will say I haven't always been, like, the best at discerning that, kind of like what Brady was alluding to in that segment. So I will say, like, I have, like, lost friends or, like, grown out of friends or, like, had some friendship transitions. Like, I don't know. This week, I don't, I can't, like, pinpoint one direct experience, but I just will say that... I mean, thankfully, Brady has been consistent over these years. You guys can but, see my smiling face. You know, in growing up and evolving, like, I, you know, have lost a few along the way, a few fallen soldiers. And so, but yeah. it's all a part of the journey. I mean, like, I personally haven't had the experience where I've lost a ton of friends. I've, like, been so blessed to, like have friends who have been consistent for a long time but like I think about it like if I was like trapped at 2 a.m in like I don't know somewhere far and my car broke down like who could I call that would get me and like everybody who I consider my best friend or even my friend honestly like would come get me and I think that that's like a I mean that's kind of like a good measure of like yeah I mean I say that was my poor decisions and not having that like discernment at the time but yeah you have to go through it to learn so I wouldn't say like it was a poor decision anything yeah yeah, and this episode, I'm not really sure if I have, like, a really actual applicable poor decision, but I will say that all poor decisions don't stay poor decisions. I think we can both kind of attest to probably fumbling a bag or two with someone that we think was a wonderful decision at the time, <laughs> a very a, a very wealthy but decision. sometimes the bag isn't worth it. Like, sometimes, sometimes the poor you gotta decision take, is better than the wealthy decision. You gotta take the fumble, okay? I, look, like, the poor decision as in P-O-O-R is better than the wealthy decision. The decision to remain poor, okay? You know, for your sanity, it's fine. Yeah. I don't always hate it here. I don't don't always hate it in the ghetto. When I think about where I could have been, you know, take me back to the the ghetto. Sometimes the NBA looks better. But you know what? Ultimately, the grass is always greener, y'all. But, I mean, real talk, money, materialistic things are nice. But, I mean, it's the character and the quality of the person. If Rhi and Hassan were meant to be, then... 
you know, know what? Money isn't everything, honey. Money isn't everything. It was a decision, but definitely not a poor one, Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, every decision leads to the better ones. Yeah, everything is in divine order. Everything is everything. <laughs> everything is love. Well, so. all right. Thanks for joining another episode of, of Poor, poor Decision. decision.